0: Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Today, I am super pumped to bring on somebody who is in a little over two years, has made enough money from his passive income, his real estate investing, to be able to quit his job. Now he's growing even bigger and bigger. He is one of my one-on-one coaching students and has done an amazing job, and you're gonna get inspired on how you can do it as well. All right, let's start the show.
1: Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making
0: enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super blessed as always to have you here on the show with me. And I am really, really excited about... What is going to be coming in the next two or three years? I mean, when I was investing back in 2006, I was super excited about investing and buying properties, but I didn't, number one, I didn't really know what I was doing. And number two, I didn't have as much uh, money or being prepared, having other investors, having private money, having my own cash ready to invest and having equity line of credits and all that sort of stuff. I wasn't ready for it. And over the years, I've been getting ready for it because honestly, For the last four, maybe even five years, I've been thinking that the market was going to take a drop or a dip or something happening where it would come down, but it never did. In fact, in 2017 into 2018, I thought it was gonna go down, but the Federal Reserve kept printing more and more money. I mean, getting loans at 2.5% for a 30-year fix is literally ridiculous. I mean, inflation, before the 10 to 15% inflation that we have now, inflation was like 3%. So you were borrowing at less than inflation. It was awesome. But now those good times are over and now it's getting ready to be a great time for us as investors. You know, good times when the interest rates were really low, but now interest rates are going up. It's gonna be great times for us as investors because here's what's happening. When interest rates go up, that means prices must come down. My idea of what's gonna be happening, I think the market's gonna be coming down. And with that coming down for us as investors, There are so many opportunities to buy and hold lots of properties. And remember, I always talk about long-term properties and short-term properties, mid-term properties. We are buy and hold investors. We love buying and holding properties for a very long time. It could be a multifamily. Could be a duplex, it could be a single family home. it could be a condo even though i 'm uh, sadly i 'm not a big fan of condos there 's hoas there 's um, you know, people next to you and all that sort of stuff i 'm not a big fan of owning condos unless you have like multiple um, in one area where you control lots of it. but what I love is buy and hold that 's what we do as investors now today we are bringing on a fantastic expert investor now. Like he's literally an expert investor now. He's gone from single family homes to multifamily and as well as mobile home parks, like owning the entire mobile home parks, storage units. Like what we do as investors is we realize how to build a business. And when you've been listening to me for a number of years now, or however long I've been doing podcasts for a couple of years. So we talk about building a business and then buying one rental property and that one rental property, making you money in passive income every single month. Now, That's to get you started investing. But there are so many great ways to invest in real estate from apartments to uh, single family homes to Airbnbs to midterm properties like traveling nurses and traveling CEOs and storage units, mobile home parks, land investing. There's so many great ways to do all of this. And the great thing about this is there are so many expert investors expert, genuine investors who want to help you to learn how to do all of this investing. And like my bread and butter is the residential buy and hold four units and below. It could be midterm, short term, like Airbnb to long term. But there are other experts who do like land investing, mobile home investing, storage units, apartment complex, all these different types of investing. And what happened It's so cool. So my student, he came and has been working with me for a couple of years now. He has literally, in two, almost two and a half years, he has enough properties to be able to quit his job. It's absolutely amazing. See how amazing he's been doing his business. But then he also came to RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, and his mind was blown at all the other ways to invest in real estate. Now, I believe that we should have a river of income. My river of income is my residential, four units and below. In fact, that's my bread and butter. I can literally... Well, no, I actually do do this in my sleep. I was going to say do this in my sleep, but I do sleep and I dream about properties that I buy or random properties that I'm buying or not the current ones, but like future ones. It's pretty fun. But I'm thinking about my business day and night when I'm sleeping and that's my bread and butter. I can do that without even thinking. So I want you to be able to be good at one thing. And then from that point forward, you're able to branch out to other things like mobile homes or apartment complex. You know, I've already gone through a list of all of them. And that's what we do as investors is we are investors. We are specialized in maybe say one thing. And then from there, we branch out and we invest in other things. And this year for 2023, I literally have 37 expert speakers coming and expert investors are gonna be speaking at the conference I am, I'm just blown away at how tremendous it is to have a vision of helping people and then getting so many people that want to be a part of this vision that just say, hey, Dustin, I want to be there. I want to speak at the conference. In fact, I want to give you 10% off your ticket. If you go to rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com, use the promo code podcast. Use the promo code podcast. I'll give you 10% off your ticket. You just need to be here to help you be so much more successful, being around a community, having people encourage you, build you up, give you the right tools and everything to do. So Get to RubeCon, it's in May of 2023, you know, this year, May 4th through the 6th here in Phoenix, it's going to be absolutely amazing, you need to be here. Now, today I'm bringing on a student, he is fantastic, he's been with me for a little over two years now, coaching with me, and now... I am bringing him on as a coach here at Master Passive Income because he's done so such a good job. He even started his own real estate investor meetup in Virginia, so you'll hear about that. If you want to go to his meetup in Virginia, you need to go. So he is such a giver, just like Charles and myself. I'm bringing around the students that are givers that really love to help and that are crushing it in their businesses. And now my guest has done such an amazing job in two almost two and a half years. He has enough properties to be able to quit his job as well. So we're bringing. In on another coach. His name is William Parmer, and I'm interviewing him, showing you how he did it so you can do it as well. All right, here we go. William, thanks so much for being on the show.
1: Yeah, pleasure to be here, uh, Dustin. Looking forward to it, very much so.
0: Man, this is great because did did you find, I, I don't know if I actually remember asking, did you find me through listening to the podcast?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, the, the way that I found you was I uh, used to be a cop, and so I was sitting there late at night not anything to do during COVID. We weren't allowed to do very much. And uh, I realized I was sitting there for hours and hours listening to music, but not learning anything. Um, and the one thing you don't really want to do is get bogged down in a book when you're not able to look around you. So I started searching just educational real estate podcasts. And yours the first one that came up and I hit play. And then I binged, I don't know how many episodes there were available at the time, probably 200 or so.
0: That is so cool. And then now, You're on the podcast and you're a part of Master Passive Income now coaching people coaching students is just terrific. And that, that's the reason why I wanted you and Charles and myself like us type of um, uh, coaches is because we have a passion for seeing people succeed. And we enjoy talking about this stuff. So let's talk about how you got started. What were you so you were a cop before, and you knew you need to make a change. Talk to us about that, that mindset shift of what made you really say, I'm gonna dive in because a lot of people get scared. You know, that first property can get really scary, you know, you Oh, it's risky and all that stuff, which my opinion is working for somebody else is so much more risky than investing on your own. So, talk to us about that. How you got started? What was your mindset going into it?
1: Yeah. So, uh, basically, I got to the point where I realized that I didn't want to work uh, for 20, to 30 years and then retire. I wanted to do it when I was much younger. And um, I wanted to be more in charge of my own quote unquote retirement. I don't necessarily believe in the traditional form of retirement. I. I don't, I don't think social security is going to be there when I'm even old enough to draw on it. Um, I'm, I'm 30 now was about 28, 27 and a half when I started. Um, and it's been, it's been great. Uh, but as far as like the mind shift change, that was the big one, uh, beyond just wanting to be able to provide for my family more steadily and not, not be worried about what happens if I get hurt, I'm not going to get a paycheck. Uh, I won't be able to pay my bills. Um, And so that that was kind of like a a big driving factor for me.
0: That's 100% right. Because same thing for me, because I realized if I wasn't working, if I wasn't there literally making that money, just like if you had your own business where you had customers, if you weren't there literally selling that product or somebody else on that product, then you're not making money. How much better if you have something that's inanimate object like a house that literally does the work? for yeah. you. So that's awesome. Now, what made you jump into, you know, working with me at Master Passive Income? And then how was it utilizing that process to make $250 a month in passive income, how to make sure that we're building the business first? Talk to us about all that process.
1: Well, uh, one one of the biggest things that drew me to you is you're, you're a Christian, you're a believer, like I am myself. And I wanted to make sure that if I'm going to, I didn't know you could or uh, you would end up being my coach when I started listening to your podcast, but that was one of the biggest drawing factors for me is because I'm not in it to be wealthy. I think that's just a complete byproduct of of real estate. Um, I I don't really care about driving a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. I mean, if I want to drive one, I'll go rent one. I think buying one's kind of ridiculous. But um, I that was kind of my mindset going in, and um, it's it's been great so far as far as like. Jumping in and using your, your formula or your, your steps, so to speak, has been really very simple. Uh, it, it's nerve wracking at first because you realize, hey, there's a, there's a lot of money involved and you're, there's a certain amount of risk involved with investing of any kind at all, period. But if you want to grow and not stay where you're at, there is risk involved in that too. And um, the idea of having money come in when I'm not actually physically doing something, was just, it was phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I was your student for quite a while, about six months before I even bought my first house, maybe, maybe closer to nine months, but it was, it was a little while. Um, I I constantly felt like I am just creeping through this. I need to hurry up, but it's, there's a certain amount of comfort level. You need to find what your comfort level is. But again, sooner or later, you're going to need to take that plunge and you do it right, uh, and you just follow the steps. You won't regret it. Absolutely.
0: And that's something that in the process of you or any student getting their first property, I don't want to just give you a fish and say, here you go, here, here's your fish. No, I really want you to not need me ever again. And just be able to build this business by yourself and keep growing and then teach it to your kids. Because really, like you said, it's simple. It's not necessarily easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, but it's simple. It's just a process that we go through. We just make sure we check everything to make sure everything connects and make everything makes is going to be making us money. And then the property is running itself because we have property managers, all that awesome stuff. Okay, talk to us about your first property that you got and talk to us about you know financing and how much you bought it for, how much the passive income and everything about that.
1: Yeah, so the first house uh, using how you find houses on Zillow and things like that was really easy. And I mean, I jump on Zillow now and I'm always like, where do I want to go next kind of thing? But that's later down the road. Um, I ended up settling on uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And ironically, I, I didn't know this. It was about four blocks away from one of your houses, uh, which I thought was funny, but I ended up finding it. And the price tag originally was for $84,500. And I was like, well, the house looks good. Um, Found a property manager, did all that jazz, found one that I liked and we started working together and they were telling me what it was going to go for rent and all this other stuff. Well, I put an offer in at $55,000 because I didn't want to leave anything on the table. So I took it up 55, they didn't even respond back, uh, didn't counter offer, didn't anything. So I let it go. Uh, two weeks later, they dropped it to 74.5. And so I come back with a fifty-eight thousand dollars offer, and they counter. We counter back and forth once or twice, and eventually, I think by the third or fourth offer on my part, they wouldn't go below sixty-five. But I got them to sixty-four-five, and the numbers for the house worked at seventy thousand dollars. So I was saving five grand, and um, right before we went to signing and everything like that. Before they signed it, they actually came to me and said, no, nope, we want $70,000 before they signed it. And I was like, you're not going to get it. So I was like, come back to me when you're serious. And I walked away.
0: And I want to pause for a quick second and share that, honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years, and I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin, Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word RENTAL, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. RENTAL to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets.
1: And for two and a half days, I was sweating bullets because I wanted the house. Um, And anyway, got all the signed paperwork. Uh, It was a done deal. Uh, But as far as financing went... um, I created the LLC and did all that stuff. And I had sold a truck and a bunch of other stuff uh, to have a a good down payment. Um, And so I had enough that I knew I could buy one. And I ended up going with a hard money lender. um, And they were like 10% uh, for a year. And I knew that with a residential one that I could refi at six months. Uh, would be the quickest I could do it, and closer to twelve months was pretty much guaranteed that that's going to happen. But I wanted to get it out of that ten percent as quick as possible. I had two or three banks lined up that would do the refi, um, but at the last minute, it was like they changed some regulation, and so they wouldn't, they couldn't do it anymore. And so I remember coming back to you, and I was like, I have called so many banks trying to find somebody that would do this, and he's like you were like, oh, why don't you try Lima One Capital or something like that? And so I called them and they did it. Now, it was a higher interest rate, but I didn't really care. Um, But when it was all said and done, uh, I think I was in about $22,000 because I had to put some in the rehab. Um, It was kind of a little worse for wear. Uh, But when it was all said and done, it was cash flowing $354.86. That's... tremendous it was great and then fast forward a year i had my first turnover and through a happy circumstance um i talked to my property manager about raising the rents 100 bucks and he was like oh yeah i think we could do that so unbeknownst to me he raised another hundred dollars on top of that trying to compensate for added water and uh sewer costs which are attached to the house right there and um so it ended up going for $200 more a month and it just got it got signed in October for a 2-year lease. So how, So how much is the passive income now on that property? It's $554. Who? <laughs> that's well, I would
0: say that's a grand slam. I mean if if anything it's a home run, if not a grand slam. I mean if it was a grand slam, you would have like a uh, you know a lot more equity in it, but how much did you capture in equity when you bought the property?
1: Uh that one was $22,000 in equity.
0: So when you bought it, it was 22000 less from when they're asking. So that's mm-hmm. you capture that. So that's a huge win. And remember, everybody listening, we're investors. We don't pay full market price. We don't pay over. That's Silly homeowners do that. They get all happy about, oh, I love this press. The drapes look beautiful, blah, blah, blah. My kids will go to the school. We don't care about that stuff. Our tenants will be fine to pay a good rent for it. But we look at it as inventory. And so you bought it for much. That's, that's a lot of money saved. You fix it up. You make it worth much more. And then you're now you're making $550 a month in passive income. In my book, that's a grand slam. You remember, the minimum is 250 Now you're at 350 And in just a little bit of time, rents have gone up. That is phenomenal. Now talk to me. Now you also already have um, an Airbnb. It was also midterm property, but you have another property. So talk to us about that, another property, because a lot of people, we, when I say buy and hold, or I say, you know, long-term properties, I'm not necessarily saying long-term rental where they're in there for year after year after year. No, for me, it's, for us, it's buy and hold. We want to hold on to these properties. We want to give these properties to our kids. Even if you get a multifamily, let's say you get a hundred year apartment complex. Our goal is not to get out of that in five, five years, like syndications do. Our goal is to refinance it, pay off our investors and then hold on to that property perpetually and then literally pass that down to our kids on top of that. So talk to us about this long-term buy and hold property that you now do with short-term rental properties as well, your short-term tenants as well as midterm as well.
1: Yeah. So um, through circumstance, I ended up being offered, my parents offered to sell me their house, which I had remodeled for them uh, after I uh, was done being a cop. And I knew the house cause I had remodeled it. And I was like, well, that's a really good idea. Uh, it's a three bed, two bath, but the downstairs has a whole separate apartment with a washer and dryer, kitchen bedroom, living room area. Um, and so they actually live down there and, uh, yes, they live with me. I don't live with them. And, um, so, <laughs> Good clarification. I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they go back and forth between Virginia and Florida, just kind of whenever they want. Um, And so they gave me a really good price on the house if I would allow them to do that, which I was more than happy to do. Um, so we moved out of a house. It it was a three bed, two bath, uh, nothing fancy. Um, and so I was going to sell it, but again, being an investor, I was like, man, I had it for a 2.86 interest rate. Um, and I'd already refied and pulled some equity out of it. Um, So I didn't really want to touch it. I didn't want to sell it. It was like, this is just too good because the mortgage payment was like $754 a month. I mean, it was a joke. Um, So I did uh, midterm rentals to traveling nurses for about six months. Um, On your first property
0: that you moved out of, correct?
1: Correct. Um, And it did pretty good. It didn't do amazing it did pretty good we are in a pretty good location around like three major hospitals two colleges so we were kind of in a pretty interesting little hub um but it did pretty well about six to seven hundred dollars a room per month um and then we were going to uh turn it into an airbnb uh, at your suggestion dustin and um but my brother needed a place to live because his place, his house, which is about forty-five minutes away, had a lot of equity in it, and he was trying to buy another house, a bigger house, and closer to town. So I talked to my wife and we prayed about it, and we decided that we were going to shut down the Airbnb for a little bit, uh, for an un- unknown amount of time, and allow them to live in our house w- for rent. So they they paid fifteen hundred dollars in rent. So we made about five hundred dollars a month with all expenses. Uh, while they were living there and uh, my brother's very courteous and so they were he found a house within two months closed and were out within three and he even went back and did touch up paint and all this other stuff to put it back to normal and then we put it up airbnb and it was gross our best month was gross thirty three hundred dollars a month and So, uh, but that's football season. So we do really well in football season. Doesn't do so hot in the winter, but that was completely expected. Uh, we didn't expect it to do amazing every single month. So, um, yeah, and that's how we ended up with that one. And then probably, I guess it would have been April, uh, timeframe. I was working on a job and, uh, I just randomly called a realtor friend and said, what do you have that's interesting coming up on the market. She's like, I don't know if you'll be interested in this, but about 45 minutes away, there's a little town. She's like, there's a there's a small mobile home park that somebody's going to put up for sale, but they're trying to sell it kind of like before it hits the MLS, but we're still going to be the broker for it. I was like, well, I'd be interested. I just figured I'll go ride through it and see, you know, figure to be astronomical in price. And um, the guy had bought it four years uh, prior with the intention of turning it into like getting rid of all the mobile homes, like having to like force everybody to move um, and turn them into hunting and fishing cabins in this lot, but the town wouldn't let him and he didn't do his homework. So he spent four years trying to convince the town to let him do it and they wouldn't do it, but he was a horrible landlord because he would knock on their door every Saturday for rent and he had people squatting and uh, And anyway, but it was a, um, seven pad, uh, mobile home park with a old duplex on it. And the duplex was not very nice. Um, and so anyway, I ended up buying it for $175,000, which was his asking price. And he actually bought it for 200 grand four years prior. So he was losing $25,000 in the sale, but he was just a terrible manager. Um, So I bought it and immediately uh, got the one meth head out. Um, She had been squatting for years. And uh, I just dropped the line that I used to be a cop when she lied to me and said she wasn't high. And I was like, it's one o'clock and your eyes are dilated. I can tell. And um, anyway, she left without having to do the eviction process or anything So, and I happen to own that that mobile home. So most of the mobile homes on this park are older tenants. Some of them have been there up to 40 years and they own their own single wide and they just pay lot rent. Lot rent was $105 a pad. So it was unbelievably cheap and the duplex was $425 a side, but one side wasn't paying. Well, I went in One side of the duplex, the people uh, left through certain circumstances, so that was vacant. Ended up putting a new roof on it, remodeling the one side of the duplex. Uh, New roof was kind of expensive, but there was an abandoned Jeep on on the park with an abandoned mobile home, and through going through our DMV process, I actually got possession of both of them, and the Jeep cost me about $130 in taxes, and the mobile home cost me about $135 in taxes. So I had both of these free and clear, plus the one trailer that I that a person had left. So I was trying to figure out what to do with all this, and um, went to a management company. They said they would manage it for ten percent flat, which is a little bit high for a mobile home park, but it's not their typical thing. But the property manager was really knew the area. He actually lived in the area, so he's like, I know pretty much everybody here. He's like, I can handle this. No problem. And he's been great. Um, everything's handled through him. Uh, anytime there's like, when I go down and I see something, I just send him a text and say, Hey, can we do this? And he's like, I'll take care of it. Um, but so how now- much are you
0: making in passive income on this? Cause I mean, it sounds like, well, you're an investor. Mm-hmm. So we look at investments and we see how it's going to make us money. But then also how we're gonna manage the properties, how we're gonna make sure we're perpetually yeah. making money from these properties. So how much money are you making on this now? And are you gonna be looking to raise rents in the future to to make it more and and mm-hmm. and build develop the other pads
1: that are not developed? Yeah, absolutely. So when we bought it, it was only making $950 a month for the whole thing, which wouldn't even cover the mortgage. Um, but we were able to raise the rents from 105 to 155 per lot. And then we had Got one side of the duplex fixed up. It was $700 $700 a month, I believe it was. But basically the whole thing ended up bringing in $1,950 a month. And so it was positive $350 to me, uh, which is what it's making right now. But it is on schedule um, in April. April 1st, the rents will be raised to $205 a month per lot for lot rent. And then we'll raise the rents of the the duplex probably about $25 and that's about where it will stay. And then I won't raise the rents anymore on lot rent because I, most of my tenants are older and I want them to not feel like they're being forced out. And I just, they're good tenants. Yeah. We wanted to that
0: we want them to stay. And what you're also doing is you're looking for opportunities. When you saw this, you saw the opportunity. We could raise Mm -hmm. this almost double the amount of rent, but we'll get there over time. But Mm -hmm. another opportunity is you had that card. You got it from the DMV, put in your name and you sold it. You made money. You you spent a a couple hundred bucks to make it running and you sold it, right?
1: Yeah, I did. So I ended up, I didn't know what condition it was in. I had to hire a key guy to come out and rekey it. And we opened it up and we jumped it and it started, which was unbelievable. But basically the thing was worth about $7,500 and I was $135 in and it needed a new battery, new set of tires and an oil change was the only mechanical things it needed and maybe a bunch of wipers. So I took it to the local shop. I, I like limped it down there and said, Hey, can you do all this? And they're like, yeah, sure. So they got it all done. They called me. I went and picked it up and then I advertised it after I brought it home and like cleaned it up. Well, it was about, I sold it for $7,500. And so it was a that was a home run because all in all I was in it about fourteen hundred bucks. So it was great return on investment. I think I I worked at one night and was like five hundred and thirty three percent or something. Well, um, you're
0: seeing the opportunity. You already know that. Hey, this is this is I already own this. Let's see mm-hmm. what we can do with it. And yeah. I I definitely need to also bring up how wh- I think what your what your superpower is wh- among many, but what wh- a really big superpower I noticed about you. Is you you're a people person because you know real estate is not about a property it's about people and the more people that we can get around us as investors or potential people that would want to lend us money be a part of the business process all that sort of stuff and so I want you to tell us about how you found an investor at a garbage dump (laughs) wearing Crocs tell me about that
1: yeah okay so I I uh, my day job is uh, building decks and remodel and things like that and I was at the landfill chucking stuff out of a trailer and. I looked up and there was this guy chucking stuff out of his truck or his trailer. And something about him just kind of like made me look up again. And I realized he was wearing a T-shirt, camo shorts, and Crocs, chucking boards with nails out of it. And I was like, <laughs> this guy does not do this. In the middle of the day, yeah. In the middle of the day. And so I just, like, does, I was like, hey, what, what do you do for a living? Like, I'm dumbfounded. Like, you're you obviously don't do this. And so I just yelled at him and you have all this machinery going and it smells awful and it's hot. And he's like, well, I used to be a doctor, but now I'm an investor because I made so much more money in, in being an investor. And he's like, and I homeschool my kids and all this other. And I was like, we need to have coffee, uh, because that's what I want to do. And he's like, great. When and where? And so we went and had coffee and, um, we just sat around and talked and, um, we haven't done any, uh, business deals together yet, but I have his phone number. And if I have anything kind of strange or I want a second opinion to make sure I'm not like deviating too far off, uh, one direction or another. Um, I just give him a call, but, uh, he also not only does single family homes, he also has a storage unit, uh, complex that he just bought. Ironically, it was one that I was going to make an offer on. So, uh, I found out at that Uh, coffee meat that he had just bought it. And I was like, Oh man, what'd you buy it for? And so we were like, I was laughing about it. um, But it it was a really good, really good uh, buy on his part. But so what you do
0: is you talk to so many people and you're not afraid of sharing that you're an investor and What The the biggest thing that I had to realize for myself was because I would get a little self-conscious thinking, man, I feel like I'm preying on these friends and family members. And, you know, I'm like an insurance salesman or car salesman. Like, no, it's not really that. What it comes down to is us as investors, we have opportunities for people. If they don't want to take part in the opportunity, it's totally fine. We're not going to force them to do it. We want them to do whatever they think is best. But what we do is look at them. I have something that would help them. We have that, have to change that perspective. I have this that I can help them. And so if you come with the perspective of how can I help you, number one, and with that figuring out best way, it could be where they loan loan you money and you give them a good interest rate on it, or they need some place to rent and you need, you have a place to rent, whatever it might be, it's connecting with people. Because remember, real estate's about people. It's not about a property. So Mm -hmm. now tell us about your entire portfolio. What do you have now?
1: So what I have now is a single family home in Ohio that pulls in 554 a month. And then I got the Airbnb house, which in general, it the net income of that is about $1,200 to $1,400 a month on average. That's the average. Um, and then the mobile home park, uh, I have that. And then actually in two weeks, I'm closing on a duplex. Uh, in And in another investor that actually... Um, we became friends through the guys that remodeled the duplex on the mobile home park. I ran into these guys at Lowe's, and so we started talking about my project or whatever. And they're like, "Oh, you need to meet this guy." Well, he's an investor, and he's uh, he's like, "Well, I got this property. Would you be interested?" And so we're actually working that deal out right now, and I'll be buying that with literally zero of my own dollars, including rehab cost. That's um, awesome.
0: How much would they would you be making in passive income?
1: So when I buy it, I'll be making about, it's kind of on the lower side. It's about $190 a month, I believe is what it was. And then um, when I actually refi out, which I already have two banks that will refi out in six months, um, I will be making about 390 right around there. Um, and the rents are not at the highest possible rent that they can be at. And I also ran my numbers at 9% interest rate and I overestimated the taxes and overestimated the monthly outgo of like the mowing the lawn and things like that. So, I mean, I know that's what it'll make minimum, but it really could be closer to $500. Um, Yeah, I remember running
0: the numbers with you and checking out, I'm like, this could be a really, especially having no money into the deal. And everybody is, when you're hearing this, I want you to realize that how many times it's probably at least been two or three times that William has said, and I ran into this person and we, and I ran into this person. We started talking to this person. Like every single time I talked to William, he's always saying that he's always saying, Oh, I talked to this person. I just ran into them and I started and ran into this new person. And that's the thing is when you really start talking to people, you realize it's a small world in a sense, not like everybody knows everybody, but you can always help somebody. So if there's anything you take out of uh, William's interview is how William is always friendly, always helping other people. At the same time, we all help each other, man. William. So do you have any lessons learned as you've gone through this, that you can help us to know?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing is just network with people, just go up, talk to people. I, I know there's people that are, uh, not that are not so outgoing and things like that. Um, I used to think I was an introvert. Um, I got married. My wife told me I was crazy if I thought that. And, um, so I love seeing what other people are doing and the, like seeing their successes and being able to help them if at all possible or encourage them in their successes. If you, you do that, you're building the camaraderie, the, um, the, the bond that you'll, um, have with them for a long time. Um, and they'll want to help you and people will hear about it and people will bring their deals to your doorstep. Um, but the biggest thing I always tell everyone to me, real estate is 90%, um, uh, networking and it is, uh, 8% funding and 2% deal kind of thing. So (laughs) yeah, it's a good percentage. Um, most of the, the deals and things that I've had come up Uh, this year alone, I didn't even look for. I've had two mobile home parks drop on my lap in the last 60 days. Um, And me and Dustin, uh, you remember probably, we actually ran numbers on a uh, $3.5 million uh, gas station because I was like, well, this is interesting. But ultimately, I just decided, even though it would bring in $12,000 a month, it was not worth the amount of hours and the work it was for me to do it because it didn't fit my my profile, I suppose, or the, the direction I wanted to go for investing. Um,
0: and on top of that, I even have experience running convenience stores and it's a lot of work. And I was like, well, it's good. It, it's on paper. You know, it could be mm-hmm. a little uh, not as good in general, but let's say you were getting that ten, twelve thousand $12,000 a month. That's a lot of work. So just, just put that in your head. Like you're basically oh, buying yeah. a job or a business, unless you build somebody and all that to say, what you're saying is you're networking. And opportunities come your way because other people are talking to you about what they're doing. You're talking about what you're doing and you guys connect, which is just terrific. Now, William, this is great. Now, I'm super excited that now you're going to be a coach here at Master Passive Income helping people. And that's the big thing that I look out for, just like Charles, as well as myself is genuine people that say, you know what, I, number one, enjoy talking about this, but number two, I love seeing the success that other people have. And you've even created your own real estate meetup in Virginia. Yeah. And so do you want to give that away? So like, how do people can find it if they want to show Ooh, up to that?
1: Sure. Uh, well, we don't really have a, uh, I'm, I'm horrible about uh, social media. I don't use it. <laughs> so I, I was just telling Dustin, I actually should probably change that. Um, but it's a, uh, It's in uh, Christiansburg, Virginia, which is located next to Virginia Tech College. Um, And it's a once a once a week meeting and we or once a month, excuse me, meeting. And we just we meet at a local hotel. Uh, We just have finger foods and we just usually have somewhat of an agenda. But as you know, with real estate, you get one person to ask a question and it can just go on this rabbit trail. But the whole point of this meeting, um, I started looking for one. Just so I could be around more like-minded people and hopefully get some private money people through it or be able to help somebody else or something like that. And I realized there weren't really any in my area that I could find, even though I was looking actively. Um, So I just got fed up with it. And then I was like, I'm going to do this myself. So I word of mouth just spread the word out P- uh, co-workers that I used to work with people. I knew that were vaguely interested or people that I didn't know if they were interested um, people at the, the home Depot and the Lowe's. And I was like, I'm doing this. You're welcome to come. It's free. You don't have to, you don't even have to say a thing the whole time you're there. Um, but if you got any questions, if I don't know the answer, I'll find the answer.
0: Yeah. William, yeah, this has been fantastic. I'm super pumped that you are a part of master passive income came on the show and also being a coach, man. I really appreciate you being on the show today.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. That's, and I'm really looking forward to what the future has in store.
0: And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course, text the word rental to 33777, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching, get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.